Collective. Good morning. Good morning, campers. If you could have heard Dina's response to us not having peas this morning, you'd, you'd wonder what planet you were on. You haven't got peas! You haven't got peas! Peas, peas, Louise. Oh, look at them. They're doing that chat on stage that people on stage in the background aren't really chatting. You know what, just, what do they call it? What do they call that chat? There's a name for it. One of the actors I was working with said, what is it when you stand on stage not really saying? Oh, cabbaging. Cabbaging. They're cabbaging. So you're, you're, you know where that comes from? It's like if you're in what you might say cabbage, cabbage. Cabbage, 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 cabbage. Good actors don't just say cabbage, 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 cabbage. Morning, Kylie Mitchell, Margaret O'Brien, Cloder. It's Saturday morning. The curly cooks are over there looking for their ingredients. They don't know where anything is. They don't have much. Look, they're, look, they're remonstrating with each other. It's quite funny. Let's just get them in the back of shot. Look at that. Look, look. Oh, how can you get that intense about cumin? Oh, my God. It's literally the intensity with which they speak is quite strong. Um, if you're listening on, on a podcast, you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So I'm talking about what's going on in the background. Morning, Jackie Valino. Morning, Lexical. Shem, love your jumper. Thank you so much. This is called my try and have a jumper, but it doesn't always work. Um, I, can I just say, I am. Um, can you go over, anyone who hasn't, over to our How to Stay Married So Far podcast and contribute to the ever-lengthening list of guesses as to what number I wrote down on the piece of paper. It's kind of fun. Uh, I'm enjoying I need to. I need to have a listen to it. Um, morning, Ali P. Morning, Corinne Taylor. Hope you're all well. So at 10 o'clock this morning, the Curly Cooks, those two over there, yeah, with all the curliness, uh, are going to be quaffing their hair and they're going to be cracking on. Um, so uh, we're going to get get all, all sorts of food. It's a bit a little. We're saying it's a bit earlier today. This is this is the old time that we used to do it all, isn't it? Linda Beattie, how is everyone? Has everyone got over the cold? Is everyone prepared for the storm? We're going to be talking about Storm Isha. Is it Storm Isha? Curious names, aren't they, at the moment coming through? Storm Isha, Isha, Isha. So apparently, for some reason, this storm, more specifically than any other storm, is going to wreck our mobile phone coverage. I don't know how they know that. They have personalities. Oh, Kylie Mitchell, that's very kind of you. Andrew Liberadsky, you wrote down six, says welcome to the man family. Oh, I don't know if I did. I don't know if I did. Okay, anyway, so we're going to go through the news. Now, I have to confess that today, possibly for the first time in all, well, we've been doing coffee morning papers for yonks, haven't we? But my God, there isn't a lot. It, it was like reading, and this is no disrespect to kind of regional newspapers. It was like, I don't know, it was like reading the Evening Echo in Christchurch, where there were stories about referees who were over 90 and things like that, and a, a carrot that's got legs. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> what, of carrots? No, no, Well, it is a little bit derogatory, but you know what? My granddad used to get the Evening Echo every day, and I'd look at it, and I'd, I'd say, Dad, where's the news? And he'd go, it's just full of adverts. He'd be like, yeah, kind of weird. There was no news. Um, UK, oh, I don't need to hold it up, do I? I've got it on here. UK gripped by measles crisis. National in So a national incident has been declared over a disease that we allegedly wiped out in 2016. An urgent vaccination drive is needed uh, to ward off a growing wave of measles outbreaks, health chiefs said last night. The reason I wanted to home in on this just briefly, I don't want to open that can of worms around um, uh, vaccinations and everything. But I tell you what, and I tell you it now, over the last two years, I don't trust the news at all. 
So how much of this is a national incident, which there may well be, and there is cause for concern, and certainly measles is dangerous to some people, and how much of it is just big pharma needing to make up for the fact that probably not as many people are getting COVID vaccinations? Do you know what I mean? Just, just, just floating it out there. Just floating it out there. Big pharma. As we know this week on Loose, big pharma's a funny old thing. I almost, Vicky waiting, I almost died from measles when I was four. It left me with lung disease. Did it really, Vicky? My God, were you not vaccinated? We were, we had, what were the vaccinations we had? They were kind of like, it was like six in the arm. Do you remember those pens that had like six different colours that used to push out? They were kind of big pens, almost about that big. And you'd get the, you go, oh yeah, I've got one of those pens that's got multicoloured sort of nibs. Um, that was the kind of injection they put in my arm. They just put all six of them right in. Um... They're blowing it way out of proportion, says Ellen. I don't believe anything. This is the point, and this is this is what's frustrating about a story, a story like this, is that of course, yeah, of course, there are those for whom people need to be protected. Okay, there's always vulnerable people to certain things, of course, um, and of course, BCG. That's what it's called, Elaine Flew. Thank you so much. I remember when Dean read her BCG. Oh, good. You escaped it. Now she didn't have it. Didn't you, it was it the BCG that you'd come in and then everyone would punch your arm? Yeah. It was, wasn't it? You'd come in and go, have you had your BCG? And people would go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they literally punch you in the arm. It hurts so much. So anyway, so the idea, this idea here that yeah, measles is gaining a grip. And uh, so um, the d- disease causes flu-like symptoms, nasty rashes, and can prove fatal in roughly one in every 5,000 cases. Vaccination rates have fallen across the country with London and the West Midlands amongst the worst regions. Okay, so that's the front of the Daily Mail. Let's scare us, Daily Mail. Freeze over, but Isha is a threat to phones. This is really odd. Freeze, so the freeze is over. That's what they're saying here. It's kind of badly put headline. The ninth storm of the season is going to, is basically, is take, basically, it wants to get us off our phones for some reason. Isha is the it's gonna it's gonna play havoc with all of our mobile phones. Amber warnings are in place for tomorrow and Monday, indicating threat to life from high waves and flying debris. I remember being in New York a couple of times with snowfall. Do you think we get a little bit hysterical? Do you think do you think we're getting a bit? I mean, I know there's climate change. I know we're all head. I mean, check out Jodie Comer's new film if you want whew, a really kind of arresting kind of portrait of London or well, the UK flooded. But uh, do you think do you think we do you think we're getting a bit hysterical about this? It's like a storm, and then there's a bit of wind and cold, and then it's for a day, and it's not really that bad, is it? Out there, um, Sadie, see, it's all gloomy. To- God, do you think this is gloomy? Oh, no, you haven't seen nothing yet. Um, photograph of Prince Charles. Obviously, it was in the news this week. Uh, enlarged prostate. Important, I think. Important for men. Keep 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 across it. Um, there's another photograph here. This is uh, King at Sandringham to rest for prostate op. He's returned to Sandringham before undergoing treatment for an enlarged prostate next week. This is obviously. I will. I must. I must admit. I was thinking about the whole. Um, has not that I'm wanting to fan the flames of any family conflict. Far from it, because I think it's all a load of old shit. But um, has there been any comment from Harry? I don't know. You know, publicly about the whole kind of health thing. I suppose. People are wondering whether they're going to say anything. Um, but, yeah, so the, the king there. Only nine weeks to spring, says Joan Williams. That's Oh, look, and there, hearken, there comes the sun. Here comes the sun. He doesn't look great. He looks pensive. He looks pensive and he looks concerned, and I think that's okay. Even a king can be pensive and concerned. 
It's no joke, Sunak. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, what do we all think of Rishi Sunak? I'm thinking that as we go into election time, what do you think, guys? I think we should have a running sort of caption competition. It's big election year. It's a bigly, big, bigly year. Bigly year of bigly elections. Donald Trump over there. Rishi Sunak over here. I think we should have caption photos of Rishi. I've never seen a man so not committed to this laugh. That is one of those total fake laughs at a party, isn't it? He's like, ha, 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 like totally fake. Even though the person around him is saying, can you not just take the NHS back to what it used to be? Rishi Sunak burst out laughing whilst being taken to task on the state of the NHS. Have I got news for you? They do the caption competition, don't they? I think we should do Rishi. Rishi's odd. Rishi is odd when photographed. He really is. Rishi is odd in every single Rishi is, I, I, I'm... I think he's a, I think he's a robot. I, Nads, I'm a hundred percent with you. I genuine, I've, I'm the closest I've ever come to genuinely believing the most batshit crazy conspiracy theory that Rishi is a robot. I think Rishi, I think the recent Tory leaders are all robots. And, and Truss obviously had a rewiring. I think Truss, Liz Truss was like the Megan. Has anyone seen Megan, that film? It's so funny. Um, Rishi Roland Rat. He does look like that, doesn't he? Uh, this story is breaking again. It's going to feature on the Weekly Rushes again, although we did it almost for a year. Um, oh, no, it's not. That's not it at all. Where's that? Where's that story? Uh, hang on a minute. Oh, yeah. Um, warning of Putin attack on NATO within the next five to eight years. Right. What I want to say about all this is we're hearing lots of news about how Russia's going to attack us. Um, and Israel's now saying, no, 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 Palestine, all this kind of stuff. It, all of this is about everyone suddenly pivoting after uh, Trump's Iowa win, and everyone's gone, because no one's actually thought about this. We've been saying it for a while, but everyone's gone, oh, shit, Trump could win. And what will happen when Trump wins? He'll probably not want to be a supporter of NATO, and suddenly everyone in Europe's like, <gasps> we need to generate fear so that we can get lots of uh, soldiers and armed tanks and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, the world has gone batshit, batshit crazy. But at the same time, we fired a laser drone. And it's really cost-effective, guys. Look, for just £10, you can fire one of Britain's lasers. Look, a £10 laser, the Dragonfire. It can destroy... All sorts of things. They tested it in the Hebrides. And look, there it is. Hitting a kite or something. So that's exciting, isn't it? Boys and their toys. But there you go. Look, risk to UK worst since Cold War, says Terry. We're going to hear a lot of this. Don't shit yourselves. They're not coming over here. We've got nothing that they want. We've got absolutely nothing that they want, apart from possibly Rishi's really short trouser collection. That's about it. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, all of this is about suddenly everyone is petrified that Trump's going to win. And he can't stand any of us. Um, let's face it. Because I'm friends with Putin. I'm friends with Zelensky. It'll take one phone call. One phone call will sort the problem. They're two good guys. We're going to take them out for a kebab. It's going to be fine. Um, so Baldwin is charged. Uh, oh, look, here's Boris Johnson. The global... Oh, let's listen to this. <laughs> global karate are trembling so violently. You can always hear the ice tingling and then the groanies. There's way Trump, Trump presidency could be just one of them. He's going to bust, going to get a bus, going to bust, going to get a bus, going to bust, going to get a bus. So uh, uh, Boris Johnson hurling his support behind Donald Trump. Could that be the early signs of him hurling his cap in for leadership of the Tory party under a Trump presidency? 
Um, this is the story I was trying to pull up, but couldn't find. Uh, Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, is being charged again uh, with um, involuntary manslaughter over the shooting of um, his cinematographer on the on the film Rust, Helena Hutchins. Uh, this the New Mexico aren't leaving him alone. I don't understand where that can go. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, guys? I, I think I feel this has kind of been sadly done. I think even Helena Hutchins's family are sort of settled with how it's been dealt with, and I think they're even, if I'm right, I think there's even stills and footage. I think they're shooting the film in tribute to her. This story was big yesterday. We didn't. Uh, is this? Uh, let's have a look. Uh, Baldwin, yeah, Baldwin charged again. Less than. Did anyone see this? Less than an hour old baby found abandoned in shopping bag. As icy night plunged to minus four, medics call the little baby girl who was less than an hour old. Elsa, after the Disney heroine. Um, the newborn was saved after a quick-thinking dog walker heard her crying. She'd been wrapped. It's just awful, isn't it? She'd been... Uh, let's just get the... Here we go. She'd been wrapped, yeah, wrapped in a towel in sub-zero temperatures, left in a bag in Newham, East London, Aww. at a junction between Greenway, a footpath, and cycle path, and the high street. She Aww. was unharmed. She's now safe in hospital. An hour old they've urged for her mother to now of course of course there's the absolute awfulness of this for the child but I, I'm, I'm also thinking of the poor mother who's oh, going to be no, in such a i mean everyone will be thinking oh awful awful but clearly this is someone going through a profound mental, mental health crisis Fear, yeah 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 um and uh yeah so she's unarmed she's safe in hospital chief superintendent simon Cripp praised the unnamed dog walker who discovered the freezing baby after hearing her cries. Oh my I mean, imagine God. for that dog walk, if you, if you just missed it for in that temp, in those temperatures, an hour longer. An hour? So she was an hour old. Maybe. She was an hour old. Well, even minutes. It's a miracle, really. An absolute miracle. miracle. Absolute miracle. One hour old baby dumped in a bag. Saved you know by dog walker. Well when I hear these stories. What's that? I think of the people. First, you know, the mother, it's just horrendous. Yeah. You can't even imagine what she's going through. But also anyone that is desperate for a child. Yeah. You know, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. You're desperate to have a baby and you hear a story like that. Oh, God. Yeah. I think yes. it's e it's easy, it's easy with stories like this to go. You, 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 I genuinely worry that as a kind of, as a, as a, as a civilization, we are being encouraged by algorithms, the news, the press, each other to just have extreme emotional responses, regardless of whether we've thought through what they are. So the vast majority of people, you read this story and you're thinking, the first thought quickly is easy to get to is, how could someone do that? And of course, the whole thing is heartbreaking from all perspectives, you know, including, uh, I have to say, for the dog walker, because if, if that was you or I, you'd be thinking, oh my God, what, what, what you'll always be thinking, what if? You know, what, what could have happened if I hadn't and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's a tragic story. And let's hope it has, well, it's had, as you rightly say, a miracle that a dog walker was was there. But let's hope it has a, an even more happy ending. Morning, Tori. Sending you lots of love, sweetie. Um, this is Lock Up the Fido Thieves, nicking dogs and cats to be a crime. I didn't, I thought it was, but no. Uh, dog and cat theft is set to become a specific crime now. The government is expected to put back a bill for the offence of pet abduction. At the moment, um, pets are considered in law to only be property. So 
uh, you know, any sort of dog theft or cat theft is considered theft of personal property. But the pet abduction bill has been brought forward by a Tory MP. She said the low prosecution rates made stealing a pet a low risk, high reward crime. She added, I find it unbelievable that we treat the loss of a living creature, a member of our family, as if it's a power tool or a laptop. I agree. Lots of stories on the radio this week of, I mean, the good old days of, you know, of, of people having their pets uh, stolen. When I say the good old days, you know, when, you know, every now and then Nadia will say something like, oh, why don't we just go there and we can just tie the dog up outside the, and you're like, are you having a laugh? You don't tie dogs up outside shops anymore. You just don't. Not in London, you don't. Do you, where you are? Can you, are you in a community where you can tie your dog up outside and, and safely know you're going to come out? I don't think anywhere you, you, can, you can feel safe about that. Um, I'm just going to, uh, 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 what's this? Uh, Mets, Gaza War, Crime Unit, Angers, former minister. This is the news that the Metropolitan Police are investigating um, certain individuals in this country about potential war crimes. I've, I've heard that uh, Keir Starmer's name is in there for his uh, lack of or his tacit support, you could say, for Israel turning the water off in an interview with Nick Ferrari. Um, the, the piece at the bottom there, just moving on from... Sorry, just got my stories in the wrong order here. Uh, the piece at the bottom there is pay more and get less as skimpflation adds to shrinkflation. <sighs> Toffee wouldn't let anyone nicker. Um, Tesco's finest items on shelves are being made with cheaper ingredients. Um, shoppers can expect less meaty sausages, boxes with fewer tea bags and smaller crisp packets at the supermarket in a fresh wave of shrinkflation. I, my pet hate is the multi bags of, of crisps when you get that. They, they're all smaller. I think they charge sort of like as if they're bigger. What I try and do is I sort of fill each bag. I open two and I fill one bag. So this is, and also, um, as I understand it, tea bags, you're paying more, not even the same amount. You're paying more for 120 tea bags somewhere. I can't remember one of the supermarkets. Um, here we go. PG Tips, the Tasty Decaf Pyramid tea bags went from containing 180 to just 140 but the price has riven, risen from £4 to £5. So the price has gone up for a pound, and you're getting 40 less tea bags. This is going, what, what, what? Come on, team. Um, this is a curious one. Owners asked if their pets are non-binary. An animal modelling agency has asked owners whether their pet is gender neutral or non-binary in a drive to be inclusive. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it stretches to pets, does it? Urban Paws, which describes itself as the leading animal talent agency, includes four categories of gender when filling in your pets. Male, female, gender neutral, non-binary, or prefer not to say. I think I'll just let that one sit for a bit. Yeah. Oh, here he is. This is the story. Britain's oldest referee has no plans to give his beloved career the red card, age 90. Look at him. He's blowing his whistle. He's still going strong at 90. It's funny, isn't it? The whole thing, that sort of... It is something, isn't it? It's quite something when you hit 90 and you're running around a pitch. Frank Foster has taken charge of more than 5,000 matches over 43 years, and he ain't going to stop. He's not going to stop. Yeah, I know. I don't think they heard that in the background. Non-binary pets. It's a, it's a new one on me, that one as well. Um, add to, let me just, oh, why won't I? Oh, 
Oh, uh, oh, uh, hang on. Have I frozen? Nads, could you look on your phone and just see? I think I might have frozen. Have we frozen? Have we frozen? Oh, are we back? Are we back? No, we're not back. Oh, hello. Can't see. Oh, we are here. Am I back? I can't see if I'm back. Hello, hello. Hello, 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 back. Okay, I'm just going to spin over. Just bear with me. We're going to come back to you. I'm just... Sorry, I can hear you, but frozen. You can... Oh, it's doing that thing. It gets stream yard. That's annoying. It looks like... Oh, 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 can hear you, but frozen. Hello, Mark. Here, okay. There are no virgins left in Britain. I'll just finish this story. I don't know how it's jumped to that one, but look at this. There are no virgins in Britain. Uh, a new reality TV show for virgins has flopped after a <laughs> oh, the whole thing has just gone off. Adding you to stage. Oh, yep, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. That was weird, wasn't it? Um, there are no virgins left in Britain. Let me pop that back up. It's a vital headline, this. All good? Yeah. Uh, a new reality TV show for virgins has flopped after a seven-month search failed to find any. <laughs> well, I love this story. Channel 4 were hoping to fill a Love Island-style villa with sexually innocent folk, but there aren't any. <laughs> TV Insider said bosses have been looking for adults who are virgins. But the application date for the series has to be extended to allow for contributors because they can't find any. Can you believe it? That's so funny. Channel 4 can't find any. First timers, they want first timers to romp on telly. I'm sure they'll find some. I'm sure they'll make it up. Okay, moving over to Muse Round, is it? Cat swaps home for local pub. Just this speaks to. This is the uh, Barnsley Chronicle story. You see what I mean? We've got cats in pubs. I mean, how do we know that that cat has left home and gone to the pub? And how do we not know that the woman in the background has just brought the cat in and put it there? Come on. Muse round, is it? Let's look at these cat drinks, though. These are kind of fun. You've got Peroni. You've got the Mouse Red. You've got Irish Whiskery. Copper. They're not even funny. They're not even funny. Sod that. Chaps are getting their chesticles out. Back to the 70s for the return of the heavage rather than the cleavage. The male cleavage is back in fashion. Barry Keown's got his out. Timothy Chalamet gets his out. Well, there's no cleavage, though. I see no cleft. Do you see a cleft in the cleavage? Uh, stars like David Beckham, Timothy Chalamet, Paul Mescal, they've all got into the 70s style of bearing their chests at glitzy do's. Maybe, Nads, when we go to this premiere this week, I should do a chesticle. I should go... Chestage. I should reveal my chest. Um, this is funny. This made me laugh. You're going to like this one. Runner finally all out of puff. This is a this is a marathon in China where a chain smoking runner kept smoking whilst running. Uncle Chen completed the 
Jiamen Marathon in China in three hours, 33 minutes. But his result has been wiped out because he was spotted smoking on the track. So if you smoke whilst running, it's disqualification time. Look at that. Running and smoking. Whoa. And just down there on the left, that's a sort of another ordinary day for the stormtroopers at Disneyland as a, an angry, spoilt child attacks them. It's not the child they were looking for. Oh, I love him. Look, Chen. He has a drag on his fag whilst running. And now we're going to go to some photos. So if you're listening on, on podcast, sorry, this is all going to get very strange. Uh, look at him. This is a pygmy poser. It's the, an image of a pygmy, pygmy seahorse taken in Indonesia. It's won second place in the macro photography category um, in the Ocean Art Underwater Photography Competition. Look at this. Isn't that beautiful? I can't believe it's real. High poly ramen. Quiet sub. We love our quiet subs. Oh, my God. I found something for Dina. Yeah. Domino's have got a heat-proof suit. Look at this. Pizza. Domino's has come up with a suit that uses pizza box insulation technology to conquer the cold. The striking outfit features the red and blue of the chain's logo and comes complete with a phone pocket, a pouch for stashing your dips in, and napkin knee inserts to help keep your chops clean. Ah, I want one. It's like the Michelin Man, but for but for Domino's Pizza. Uh, we've talked about this lady before, cake maker. What is her name? Amy Hurst. I think follow her on YouTube on uh, Instagram. Look at these fondant fancies, fabulous cakes. Look, she's made a Greg's Amy's version of a Greg's classic. Look at that, isn't that great? These are and look, she's done a sort of uh, uh, roast dinner, and then she's done a Bongella. I want her to do a hemorrhoids one. I think she needs to do a little cupcake with hemorrhoids on the top. That'd be really nice. And look at him. Uh, I took this to Nanny Dye last night. She was unaware. Uh, I think she looks really... Uh, she, she looks windswept, but sort of dignified, I feel. And do you, who wants to see the sweetest image of a bear I think I've ever seen in my life? I kid you not. I'm not one for hyperbole around cute photos, but this photo is so effing cute. Do you want to see it? Yeah? Yeah? Here it, here it comes. Here it comes. You ready? Oh my God. A cute bear cub sits happily munching on a fish dinner. Oh, he's in Finland. He's looking to the right because he's heard that Russia are going to invade. Poor thing. Can't stay innocent for too long in this world, can you? Anyway, guys, those two ladies over there aren't going to be that quiet in about 18 minutes because they're going to start making even more noise and cooking stuff. So come and join us in 18 minutes at 10 o'clock for the Curly Cooks of Croydon. I kid you not. So on that note, 